0: Hey, what's up? It's Louise and you're listening to the Encourages Show. I think it's recording.
1: Yeah, I'm recording. Sweet man, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy I always
0: bothered. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, dude. I like talking about it. <laughs> Appreciate
1: it, brother, man. How are you? <clears throat> Good. I was rushing home. I just got the
0: plane was kind of late today. All right. Nice. Yeah, and fun? you're in Reno? Yeah, Reno. Oh, so you're not too, too far from me. Well, you in Cali? I'm in, uh, yeah, Southern California. Oh, man, it was down the street. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So a, a lot of the guys are, are still working right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they usually just, they come in in spurts. Yeah. But, yeah, man, we can we can get started we can get rolling. tell us a little bit about yourself like how did you get involved with the pokemon
0: so i mean i was i started when i was young kind of like most people who got into pokemon um it was one of those things everybody had um you know, it was just uh, going with the trend at the times. But I also did watch the show. I played the games. I, it was funny. I didn't even have a Game Boy when I was a kid. I played on my cousin's Game Boy. <laughs> so I would only play when I was at his house, which was very often because he was only down like two streets from me. So uh, we kind of just played and uh, I collected the cards along with a lot of them. Um, I wasn't poor, but my parents weren't going to just spend money on cards. They They saw it as gambling at the time, which... I mean, you could, you could say it was gambling, but I just I collected as a kid. I held on to them for so long. Um, and then maybe like two, three years ago, I sold them just because I was still involved in Pokemon. But it was mo- mainly from a playing standpoint. Because I think something people forget is it's a game as well. It's a trading card game. So I, I played the game as well as collected. But at the time, I didn't really see much value in it. So I just sold them. I needed some cash, so I sold them. And then it was funny, right after that is when I saw prices going up. So I was like, I sold them, and now I want them back. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I just uh, slowly started getting back into collecting within like the last year when I started hearing Gary talking about it because I was trying to get into – Gary Vaynerchuk, I was trying to get into uh, sports cards. But the whole – I was heavy into sports like ten years ago, but then it kind of just dropped. My knowledge of the sports started to die down of who was who was who, who was climbing up. And so I was thinking, well, I don't want to jump into sports if I don't know who's the next big thing. I don't I, I knew baseball very well, but you know, a lot of the guys who I was watching already had already blown up and I don't know who the next big stars are coming up after them. So I already felt like I already missed that wave of sports cards. So I already knew Pokemon pretty well. So I just transitioned into Pokemon. And then he started talking about prices going up. I started looking and then I started noticing. So I just, I kept on going. And especially with lockdown, I had all this free time. So I, I had all this time to do more and more research.
1: Dang, that's crazy. So you started from the get-go from when it's first originated, right?
0: Yeah. And then obviously as I grew up, I kind of... It it was kind of like one of those things that was just in the back back door and I just didn't really pick it up up until like, I want to say about five, six years ago was when I really got back into it. And then within the past year is when I started actually buying stuff. That's crazy. Oh uh, yeah. For, for people that don't know, um, louise Lou
1: underscore easy, yeah. at Lou, L-O-O underscore E-A-S-Y. Uh-huh i what how did we kind of be like i I think it was through the gary v Zoom yeah. Call, yeah
0: yeah it was uh funny because he was the. Uh, i've been doing that that 180 theory he talks about where you kind of just go and help people out and i think that's where i saw you asking about like oh who knows pokemon so i was like yo i know pokemon <laughs> i'll try to help yeah. one person out at a time and see if that even clicks or what happens from it so i just did it and you've been asking for help, so I've been helping. So you're that one dude I, I help out.
1: <laughs> it's crazy because all the time these guys, you know, um, my my good friend, uh, Good vibe at Good Sports Cards. His name is mm-hmm. Donga. He's from San. He lives in San Antonio. He got all of us, the our Courageous Podcast, um, into collecting cards. Mm-hmm. And so we, it was through him that we started collecting cards, and then he eventually, you know. His son was collecting Pokemon cards while he was collecting sports cards, and mm-hmm. through that Gary V. Zoom call, saw him talking about it and everything. And then you know, one and all that went through all the talk of there, uh, you know. And then I reached out. Gary said, "You know what? What did he say? Like reach out. You guys start connecting with each other, yeah. Or whatever." Yeah. And I just I put it out there, and you responded, and I've been harassing you ever since. <laughs> And these guys don't know that I, every time they ask me a Pokemon question, I go straight to you. I screenshot <laughs> their stuff and I send it to you to to ask questions about it. Yeah, no. We're gonna listen back to this podcast and they'll be like, "Oh, so that's how he does it." <laughs> <I just ask laughs> Louisa, man. And um, Louisa, he's a, he's a, he's a great guy, man. A complete stranger. The, the thing that brought us good is the love of Pokemon or under, trying to understand it or yeah, me trying to get to his level. But yeah, yeah, uh, uh, can you tell our viewers, our listeners, where they can find you for your your YouTube? Your YouTube, you have amazing content on your YouTube. Talks about. uh, Appreciate that.
0: Yeah, um, so I'm I'm starting to do weekly videos. I'm I'm editing's not my strong suit on a computer, but uh, you can find me on YouTube, Twitch. I'm there every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. I stream every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Um, Mm -hmm. It's all at Louise, The same L O O l o o underscore e a s y and i'll tell you why i actually picked that but um youtube twitch uh, twitter where we met um what else all the main things uh yeah but louise i picked i picked louise just because my name is Luis, and it was funny because it's spelled l u i s but most people tend to ask me that question like oh how do you pronounce it is it louis mm-hmm. or louise so I'd always tell them it's Luis, but I'll, I'll answer to either one. I'm so used to it now. And uh, they keep calling me Luis. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to spell like a phonetically, a phonetic way of actually saying my name. So that way it's easier for them. And then I clicked. I was like, Lou, easy, Luis. So that that's kind of how the name came. And it's it's stuck ever since. So it's my gamer tag. It's it's whatever I used it on. So L-O-O underscore E-A-S-Y. Nice. Everybody tap into louise I appreciate that, man.
1: Amazing uh content, amazing device. And uh please don't harass him too much because <laughs> I'm usually all up in his DMs and <laughs> sending <laughs> pictures and stuff. Uh, I swear it's just random stuff, man. It's like you know, I go to Walmart, I take a yeah. picture. Hey, is this is is this anything? You know, does this look good? And man, this guy, dude.
0: And I, and I totally understand that too. Cause when I started coming back into like, when I, a few years back, I'm like, what's all this mean? Like there's so much happening on that shelf. You see colors, you see boxes and you don't know what's what. And like, not too long ago, I was there and I saw parents trying to buy something, which I'm assuming they were trying to buy for their kid, but you could see the look on their faces. Like, I don't know what this is. Like, is this what he wants? And, uh, I should have helped him out, but I was in a hurry. But it's it's that same feeling of being overwhelmed with so much product on the shelf. If there is product on the shelf, that you know, there's like all these different colors, and it says Pokemon, but what does it all mean? So, I understand how overwhelming that looks, and I got a few products here to show you guys. If you ever, if you wanted to look at those, and I can t- kind of talk you through what each of those things mean. And I know you wanted to talk about specific cards as well.
1: Yeah, man, just you know, just everything. Just you know. You see these celebrities getting into collecting yep. and opening and, and um, you know, going after Pokemon cards. Can you t- talk a little bit about what that might do to the – or the trend that's going on with them?
0: Well, we were already kind of in the middle of that. I think uh, Logan Paul was kind of the one that really sparked that. And then um, a few others started to follow suit, kind of like um, Logic was another one, the rapper Logic, a big fan mm-hmm. of his. And he started doing it right after Logan Paul. I know Steve Aoki a couple days ago just opened one up with a few guys on there as well. And um, I haven't heard anybody else since, but I know Justin Bieber has his own collection and uh, I honestly think it's just their fandom is going to look at it. And I look at it like percentages, you know, not hundred percent of their fans are going to do it, but if 30% of their fans do it, that's still a large part of, that's just a large group of people that's going to come in with more eyes and more money so that like, if you want to look at it, like financially is like just more buyers with limited product. So that just means that prices might eventually go up for, which is weird about new sets. Cause normally you see about like vintage sets, but it's starting to happen with modern sets right now too. So we got a lot of people coming in trying to just buy product. So prices are just naturally going to start going up right now. Um, I don't know how long that lasts. It just depends on how long People are willing to do it but i think right now with quarantine i call it like a uh, chaotic goodness or a chaotic mess because Mm. everyone's just locked down and you either just have no specific hobbies to do right now based off of where you are and what's closed so it's easy to go to a superstore and see pokemon cards there and you want to buy them and you buy them so it's just it's it's chaotic right now just because of what we're dealing with in the world right now so it's just blown up. That's all I can say. I can't, I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't know if prices are ever going to go down, but it's going up right now and I don't see it slowing down right now. Jeez, man. Yeah, I know. Um, I've been trying to buy some of these new sets
1: that's coming up on vivid voltage, you know, you yep. They're kind of like pre-order now, right? To even get so.
0: Yeah. You gotta know when like, it's, it's one of those things I tell everybody, like if you know a target or a Walmart near you, um, I usually tend to ask the employees when their vendors come, which is kind of what people are doing now, and they'll go on those days and they'll find out like what time uh, the vendors are coming. Usually, they come around like in the morning, and then they just drop off. Some places are organized and they do like group meetings, and they'll do like a lottery thing where you put your name in the in a box and they pick out people, and those people get to attack the shelves essentially. So it depends on your local Target and their like community. But uh, it, it, you just gotta. I usually get up early on Thursdays and Fridays and just kind of scope out the local targets around me.
1: Man, so I mean, you you mentioned before or earlier that you that you're, you're like you started out with Pokemon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, can you can like for someone like me that you know I saw my little brother he played mm-hmm. or had the little cards and stuff when he was mm-hmm. younger. Can you kind of explain to uh, our
0: listeners like what
1: what is this Pokemon craze that's going on? What is this?
0: <laughs> um Uh, so pokemon came from japan back in the mid late 90s and it started off congruently with a video game and the uh, cards um and was quickly followed up by the anime and those three things in the late 90s and early 2000s was just a big craze like tv was really big with kids and cartoons you know primetime television that's when it was on so i think the thing that pokemon does really well is their media is video games tv and then games uh, like trading card games and so those things those three things match up really well um and uh, it's just essentially just a large pokemon likes to essentially tell a story of adventures like you can go on your adventure and capture these monsters and you know battle and interact with people and you create a sense of a community. It's really just like you being involved with the story. So that's why I think the video game and the anime do such a great job for the card, um, card collecting hobby. Um, so it's just, uh, to explain it simply, it's just a bunch of like mutated creatures that, you know, you can either bring in as pets or you can use them in battle in either the card game or in the video game, you know, you can collect different types and stuff. So, um, it's just, it's a, it's like an anime. It's just essentially just a, a big card card game that you can take home with the characters that you see on TV. So it's just another form of collecting. Yeah. That's I think you explained that super well. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I had to make that up on the spot. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge. I mean, that's a huge question. It's, it's a you lot. I mean? Yeah, there's there's a lot to talk about with Pokemon. I mean, it's it, it's funny because I was just thinking about like it, they they do such a good job. Like they've they've grown as a company, and their storytelling is so well done. Because, like I said, their video games, their anime, their cards, you know their artwork, all of that kind of goes into a, like a a, a funnel. Like they all interact with each other in, in such a cool way. And you have to really like see it in the cards and in the game. And you're like, Oh, this card character, the character that's in this card, he's in the anime and he's also in the video game. And you get, you like, you attach those feelings of, Oh, I know that person or, Oh, I don't like that character. So you attach that in a card form. And like, when you pull it, it's like, yo, it's cool you know like i like this character or I oh i don't like this character you know it's, there's an emotional attachment especially when you when you engulf yourself in all those so i think the pokemon company having different mediums is it's a, it's a smart move especially with their movies too dang that's crazy
1: and <clears throat> you can see i don't know if you can see that uh we have yeah going on here and, uh, and uh, david welcome hello
0: yeah david, <laughs> david goes
1: by will though yeah okay
0: yeah. That's hey, how's it Will. going, man? Okay. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Great. That's good to hear.
1: Yeah, this is my man. He's the one that showed all of us, got us all into like collecting sports cards, and mm-hmm. just started. He was on our very first show, um, one of our very first guests that we had way back, maybe a year ago, right mm-hmm. Della, or something. Yeah, a little over a year ago. Nice. Yeah, and now we've all been just spending hundreds and. Of- hundreds
0: of dollars. Yep, I know. (laughs) Same. Same.
1: (laughs) But yeah, Tonga got us. His son actually was just, you know, it it intrigued me because his son collects Pokemon cards. Mm -hmm. And so I've seen ever since, you know, I don't know, you could tell your story, Tonga, but. Uh, I mean, I I just recently got
2: uh, more involved with Pokemon because of uh, because of more. So I'm just here to learn. I'm just here to To find out uh, what's good, what's not, I think that's the biggest question for me. Mm -hmm. My son has a bunch of older stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a bunch of nicks and things on the cards because he actually played the game. So I don't know how valuable they are or worth. They're not worth grading, but I don't know if if it's like older vintage basketball and football. Like even the older ones, as they're messed up, you can still get them graded. They're still worth something. But Mm -hmm. just want to know what we have.
0: Yeah. And you know, that was Thank another you. thing, too, is uh, a lot of people like me, you know, there was a bunch of people who started with it as a kid. And, you know, like like we mentioned before with celebrities, they, they brought that back. And something that they both kept saying was, oh, you know, I'm just trying to relive my childhood. You know, and that's that's a big thing is uh, they see those characters. And it's not just the characters that they see it's themselves at a younger age that they see. And there's that that little kid that they want to attach themselves to. You know, we all have that little kid within us that we try to hold back. But in reality, when you see these cards, you see that little kid in those cards as well. And it just brings back all those memories. Like even the smells and the texture of the card bring back such such memories. And I think they
1: that's
0: evolved? A... Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, it's just all those little those little things in the cards that they really they bring back all those like yeah. childhood memories. have they
1: evolved like uh making the cars have
0: they um there's one in my hand yeah i won in a raz i mean i I like the yeah so the pokemon company at first was not printing their own stuff it was this company called wizards of the coast those are the old vintage ones that you see um they make uh, magic the gathering which is another card game Um, okay so Right now, I believe it is the Pokemon Company. And the Pokemon Company is owned by three companies. They're owned by uh, Nintendo, uh, Game Freak, which makes their video games, which is uh, the president of the company, Who? or sorry, the person who started the company is the person who also started that Game Freak company because he started Pokemon as a video game first, and then they expanded into cards. So he made that company, and then they sold the company to Pokemon later on. Um, and then they also created this other company called creatures inc and they're the ones i believe who are printing the cards themselves so them along with Pol- uh nintendo are in charge of printing the cards right now
1: that's wild and it's it's a company from japan
0: yeah they're all set in japan that's crazy.
2: And, and then, <clears throat> go ahead. Go ahead. oh just quick question for you since we're talking about like to manufacturing the cars and whatnot mm-hmm. i actually asked uh, noticed a question a couple of days ago i ran into some 2000 tops chrome pokemon mm-hmm. do you know anything about that by chance uh,
0: i know very little of those i have one and I, it was funny today we were just looking through some boxes and my girlfriend just showed me some of hers and she had the same tops chrome's ones but not nothing of value from what i'm seeing they're they're all a little scratched okay. up but um those are also valuable as well. It's, it's really the artwork as well. Some people are after okay. a certain style of artwork. Um, just like me, I like the, uh, the very, like they call it manga or Japanese comic book style. I like that style of artwork. So anything that has that type of style artwork is something that I look for in my own personal collection. Oh, okay. um, but the top stuff is also valuable. It's, off, it's probably not as sought after because some people don't know about it. But if you yeah. find certain collectors, they will buy that. And if, especially if it's in good condition as well and with certain characters.
2: Yeah. The, the, the dude that was, he, he had posted some of um, his tops Chrome hits and they look like they have like different parallels, like a different foil coating yeah. for like the same card, mm-hmm. which is kind of like sports cards. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, what was I going to say? He also has sealed packs too. And he was asking me about it and I was like, man, I have no idea. But just from basketball aspect, I know Mm. if it's older and it's still sealed, it might be worth some. So I just told them, man, if you want to get rid of it, I'm definitely a buyer. So I don't know how valuable sealed stuff is compared to- Oh, in that generation right now,
0: it's very good. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to put a number on it because it's numbers right now are just always changing. I'm always stocking prices and it's always amazing to see how fast the numbers go up. So- um, I would definitely look at like eBay sold listings and stuff like that for that same product. Um, okay, but yeah, when it came to like base set, like the one, the, the very old packaged ones of uh, Pokemon from the Wizards of the Coast, um, base sets the, the first ones that came out with uh from Wizards of the Coast. I, I don't have a pack of that, unfortunately, but um, probably at the beginning of quarantine, I want to say one of those um was selling around an average of like i'm probably gonna mess up this number is around 200 for an unweighed pack or a light pack no that's probably high i want to say that was probably for a heavy pack just one pack was around 200 dollars. now a pack of that size, like that heavy which is a heavy pack just means that you'll get like a good card um now they're selling easily for over 500 dollars or even more <laughs> So, yeah, and that's not even first edition either. Like the price is just skyrocketing because now more and more, like I was saying earlier, more and more people are involved. So there's more bidders on the market, which is just hiking, like hiking up the prices. And the more people open them up, you know, the more valuable sealed product goes. That makes sense. So if more people are, are opening up tops, you know, that means that tops might eventually, if it's sealed, might go up as well.
2: Also, if I had a chance to buy it at a decent price, just buy it is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, if you can get it for a fair price, and if you, if you know if you know the guy, yeah, definitely definitely pick it up. Because I was even thinking about buying some of the, like the uh, there's a movie movie card set as well that I was considering buying, and it was oh, all the
2: live action stuff.
0: Um, it was the older one, so the first movie that came out for Pokemon. Okay. I guess the uh, tops had another set like that as well for the Pokemon movie um i was considering buying that as well i don't know what the price is now but i'm pretty sure it's gone up since i last looked at it yeah and it's funny because uh i'll show you one that i was i just got it was uh the pokemon center which is the the pokemon company's website they had a, a promo not too long ago um they they gave out this card right? Which is a Pikachu, right? And it looks like a, I call it the, you, you uh, the postal service Pikachu. Cause he looks like he's got like a little carry. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they gave out this card. If you spent $20, right? If you spent $20. This was free in your cart and, uh, it sold out within a day. And, uh, I looked maybe a few days afterwards on the eBay, people didn't even have it in their hand and they were selling pre-orders of it at around $40. So if you bought $20 of product, that was basically already paid, that paid off whatever you bought. And now that card is selling for a hundred dollars. So
2: the free promo card was worth more than the card that you actually bought.
0: (laughs) Probably. Yeah. You could have bought Pokemon cards and got it for free if you bought this and sold it. Um, So I actually have two more of these coming in too, and I'm considering selling one just to pay off what I, what I bought. And getting the other graded, First and it's, it, and they have a Charizard, which I'm sure you guys know of that character. They have a Charizard one coming out soon. My prediction is they they sell they give out that promo around Black Friday, and it's probably going to be a, a lot more. A I, I feel like if that that would be the smart move for Pokemon is to have that deal on Black Black Friday or Cyber Monday, and say all right you have to spend at least 40 to 100 to get this card because if they do that i i I anticipate they'll they'll make a lot of sales and i I can imagine that cards would be at least a hundred dollars right off the bat because charizard is just that one character that everyone grew up wanting you know um the original vintage base set everybody wanted that charizard you know i never had one as a kid so right before lockdown i was like you know what i'll buy one uh it was a little much at the time for me to spend it was a hundred dollars on one car i was like that's a, that's, a, that's a lot condition was okay uh it wasn't pristine 10 or whatever but i bought it for 110 uh tax and shipping right now at the average price of that card can easily go close to 500 dollars. so yeah why is
1: the Charizard, why is
0: he so good? <laughs> the Explained way I explain Char- it, because, you know, Charizard is the, the character that's right behind you on your background. Um, mm-hmm. he's the, uh, he looks like a dragon, but it's funny because he's not a dragon, according to the Pokemon company. Uh, he's considered a, uh, a lizard with wings, but basically a flying fire Pokemon, which is, it, it makes me laugh. But um, basically, as a kid, my favorite was Charmander, which is what uh, Charizard comes from. You know they have like the the small the smalls and then they get bigger. So Charmander was a little small version of Charizard. So you get to choose between three Pokemon at the very beginning of your Pokemon journey. You get to choose Squirtle, which is the blue turtle, uh, Charmander, which is the uh, little lizard, and then you get the Bulbasaur, which is the little green frog. Um, Those are your three choices, and they all evolve into something else. And everyone or most people wanted that Charizard. So like me, I had wanted that Charmander at the beginning so that way i can eventually have that charizard um and there's a debate on which which one was the strongest and everybody chooses bulbasaur apparently because statistically he's the strongest but everybody wanted charizard just because he looked cool like it was the easiest way you can get a charizard uh, like a dragon or dragon i say it in quotes a dragon as fast as you can if you evolved your charmander so me personally when i played the game i thought charizard just looked cool he had that really cool dragon aesthetic, and that was the reason I chose it, uh, especially in the anime he was he was portrayed as like the the badass like i 'm also a ninja turtle fan, mm-hmm. and uh Raphael was my favorite character because he had that like that rude and cool <laughs> style like he was the cool guy that's what charizard was kind of like in the in the show he was the i don 't care what you say kind of uh pokemon, but he kind of he was a strong strong pokemon Mm. and i think people gravitated towards that and uh, his card looks cool you know it's a timeless piece i like to say pokemon uh, like the charizard is like the the 90s or millennials version of the mona lisa like you know you look at that card and it brings back memories and, and feelings for a lot of kids in the 90s regardless if you liked pokemon or not like my girlfriend doesn't really care too much about pokemon but she had a pokemon collection and I know of a lot of people who don't care about Pokemon as much now, but they had a collection. And everybody knows what the Charizard was. Jeez. So if you had a Charizard as a kid, you were the cool kid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy this, this uh, Pokemon it hasn't even been around not even 30 years, yet. Yeah, right? How long have they been around? Some 20 years.
0: 24 years or something like that. 24, 25, 25 is their next uh, anniversary.
1: So that's going to be a big thing, right?
0: Yeah, uh, I think we've got the um, the anniversary. It's projected that the uh, the set Shiny Star V is supposed to be the like the 25th anniversary set. Uh, we don't know what the American name is going to be, but that's what it's called in Japan right now, and it just got released. And uh, they got like a bunch of nice cards in there. It's supposed to be the biggest set they've had with over 300 cards in that set. So it's going to be a big set to to not only buy but to collect like it's gonna be a very difficult set to to complete
2: yeah i want to say the first set i bought for my son was like it was a it it came with three like it looked like an elite trainer box but it was an anniversary edition it was like all white with the pikachu and like one box was orange for charizard one was green for whatever is venus whatever Mm -hmm. and then the blastoise one But yeah, we we were just going through some stuff and he's like, dad, remember I have this. We're just going through it. I was like, dang, I didn't even know. And I was showing these guys. So I know those anniversary ones are probably going to be a big deal to pick up and just hold
0: forever. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. I I would project it. Yeah. Um, It just depends on how people react to it and how much product there is. It's supposed to come out in February. So uh, it all depends. Like I heard um, from someone that the printing company, you know, Suffered hard at the beginning of quarantine. Uh, They had to stop their presses, and so a lot of the product that we're getting is just uh, whatever they printed, and and they're just trying to push whatever they have. Uh, Now I'm pretty sure, yeah. Now I'm assuming they're a lot better, Um, but it depends on you know where they're being printed. I believe uh, headquarters is in. um, I want to say it's Washington State, but I don't know exactly where they're printing from, so. Wherever that printing shop is, it, it's it's probably depending on how many people they have in the shop going slower than normal. So that's why you see stuff fly. Not like that's why I said it was like chaotic mess right now. Is you have a lot of newer buyers coming back into the hobby versus a smaller uh, smaller supply because you know they're probably not having as many people print right now. So there's a lot. There's there's just a lot of chaos right now so i'm assuming that after you know everything opens back up and uh we start to get to you know normal working working conditions i i feel like that there will be more product on the shelves i just don't know if the demand is going to go down with it very interesting
1: Mm -hmm. don't you have any other questions no that was it just like the uh,
2: my, the main question was just the tops chrome, and he answered that. I appreciate you answering that, Matt. Okay, yeah, no worries.
0: Um, what do you got there to well, show and tell? <laughs> so this I bought this as well. Uh, I mainly bought it because again, my favorite character is right here, Charmander. Um, but I also I try to find stuff that's also from around that that year of the late '90s, and this is this came out in the '98. So this was kind of like that promos the box that you would get cards in as well so i i bought it because one it looked nice and two it had my favorite character on it so this is actually where i keep like the potential grading cards that i i want to get graded um it's mostly pokemon but i have some uh some sports cards and i, I usually dabble in like ufc stuff if you guys can see that that's a brian ortega signed card that's dope yeah so and i think hollow? the only other sport card i really know are the sports um, I guess sports cards that I really get into is uh, the UFC and MMA so that's the only really other sport that I know of so I know like I was mentioning earlier this sport is the sport that I know of the up and comers and who's good and who's not um, base set this was that not this is I'm sorry this was not the base set but this is the uh, reprinted modern version of base set so it looks similar to what the older packs look like but this was printed in 2016, I believe. And this set just got discontinued. Like they're not printing this anymore. And uh, with Logan Paul and Logic opening up, their like old stuff. Everybody wants this set because it looks like that set. So that's why I said chaotic. uh, This is just chaos right now because they just announced that this was out of print. So these are going to be limited as well. So I'm also sending these to get graded as well, just to have packs graded and sealed um i'll show you some of the vintage stuff that i do have
2: i was showing these guys too there was a guy on facebook selling from the fossil set yeah i think it's called fossil yeah but it's it another empty raptors for like 30 bucks Rappers. Yeah.
0: people buy the wrappers just for the looks of it like there's a box i have wow that i like it was funny because um at the beginning of quarantine i i knew people were going to be like hungry for money and i didn't want to lowball my friends so i asked like hey and you guys got Pokemon cards, and this was before like the big hype. I was like, and you guys got Pokemon cards you want to sell? Like, I'll buy them. I'll give you a decent price." And my friend showed me like some of the big hits that he had, and um, all the little stuff and like in that is what I also got, and I actually got more excited about. Like, he gave me like an old school looking box, um, other cards that I didn't even see and think were gonna sell well. And like I was just surprised, but some of these cards, like this is that red cheek Pikachu you hear about, right there. It's Shadowless oh. as well. It's not oh. first edition, but that that one came from that set. Um, I'll show you some other ones. This is uh, this is the cool kids card right there. That's the Mona Lisa, the Charizard, another one, and this is another Shadowless Blastoise right there. So these are all cards that I, I do want to get graded. Um, I have some of the newer ones as well. Like I would say, uh, Tonga, ask your, your son. Because how old is your son? 10. 10? Okay. That's like the perfect range. Because something that I do as well is I, I look for characters that kids like right now. Um, so that way in like 10 years when kids get back into it, like they're going to want to look for the more modern sets as well. Um, Dang. there's a character because my it, like son
2: Ford's uh Greninja. <laughs> I
0: He's was got, like, just about to say that, bro. bro. I was just about to say that. So, at the very beginning of the year, right before quarantine, right? Pokemon Company asked all of their fans in a survey, all right, we want you to vote on who your favorite Pokemon was, right? And the winning Pokemon was Greninja not charizard i
2: kid you not bro he has tons of greninja
0: so the greninja is one that i w- i'm sending in to get graded because i know greninja is just going to go up in many years like i have at least two right here and i have others in my my folders as well so Greninja has one fake
2: greninja cards man the Oh, oh his fake ones <laughs> the ashes greninja one he has yeah. the, all these other fake ones <laughs> <laughs> what do I mean, his, <laughs> his guy you know what i mean
0: yeah and that's the thing is that's why i was saying earlier is like the anime does a really good job of pushing certain pokemon out and like each year they have a big pokemon that they focus on and greninja was part of like one of the biggest and most popular seasons so far and i think greninja is going to be bigger than than charizard in the next 10 years just simply yeah. because that's um, all you, know, you gotta say yeah. That I mean that's my guess. I could be wrong, but when I bought a PSA 10 uh Greninja from this particular set this one I bought it at 150. And and this is from Hidden Fates which is uh a very sought after set right now. Um the last one I saw sold was $300. So it it just it depends like Greninja's one that I'm putting in a decent amount, but not like the absolute most because I know that's a long game. So Greninja is the card that I think is going to like is the the underdog. is the one that everyone's sleeping on is Greninja. Everyone wants the Charizard because they know it's like the the hot thing, but I think the Greninja is the one that everyone sleeps on. And I saw that and I was surprised. um, I'll go over the numbers too of who got voted in, but I was surprised when I saw greninja was number one but it makes sense when you look at like what kids are looking at right now um you know i think if we want to talk about like the the fans that are into pokemon right now it's mainly the smaller kids like pokemon is smart when they 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 um i don't want to say they attack but they target young kids because as you get older as you get older, you still want to stick around with it. And it's, and it becomes like that nostalgic feeling. Um, so that's why I, I, that's why I wanted to ask you who your favorite, your son's favorite was. And I'm, I'm kind of glad that he said Greninja. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> but I, I mean, like I, um, I was going to mention this too, is that I think video games and watching like what Pokemon pushes out for video games is also a smart move um because something i learned in i think it was a sociology class or something like that but oh no (laughs) i took this from a movie um back to the future we all saw that right Mm -hmm. um there was a scene in that movie where um i forget the name main character's name is but uh he was talking to his past self and his past family and they were talking about how he had a tv in every room right and they thought that was so crazy like who, who can afford a TV in every room? And I think back in my life, it was like consoles, like gaming consoles. Like gaming consoles, you maybe had one, maybe two as a kid and you were like the hot shot. I had barely, like, like I said earlier, like I didn't have a Game Boy and I had to go to my cousin's house to play a Game Boy. But now everybody has a phone. Everybody's got multiple game consoles and video games are the next TV where everyone's playing video games. And that's why I said Pokemon Company is smart because they're constantly pushing out video games on console, on mobile, and any other type of way like PC, like they push out their medium so much and they're just constantly make 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 and like I said like kids are going to keep playing it and they're going to keep doing it and it's going to be a part of their every day. So if you can figure out what your your kids favorite pokemon is, you can eventually invest in that that pokemon and 10 maybe 15 years later that might actually be like the next big character oh that's sick! Yeah. Well,
1: i mean it just happy. and I, I just remember that uh, mobile app game where mm-hmm. everyone was playing pokemon go right yep i still got it <laughs> yeah I, I just redownloaded it but yep. you go out and you
0: people were all over the place what was exactly that? how long ago was that that was uh right around when i like right after i got back into pokemon cards um i believe it was 2016 man yep so that's they. as long as they keep innovating and finding more and more ways to stay relevant i think this company is going to stay strong Dang. are they a, a publicly traded company where you can
1: like buy stocks and
0: no uh the only way you can is if you buy a nintendo and that's what i've done <laughs> whoa yeah if you buy nintendo then that's the only way you can because nintendo like i said earlier nintendo game freak and creatures inc are the three companies that own pokemon Man, yeah. so own if you buy nintendo you can you can you basically own the switch which is the hottest selling console right now if you think about it you could take the, the switch anywhere mm-hmm. you can't take an xbox or a ps a playstation <laughs> i know everybody wants a playstation 5 but you can't take that uh anywhere <laughs> so that's why i say, like pokemon company is a smart company
1: and just reinventing we had a bunch of questions that we had mm-hmm. for you that we you know we to go i think but you you basically hit all of them yeah and
0: i can keep going on like this all this goes in my head <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, bro, bro, one okay. questions. yeah go ahead mm-hmm. but one of the questions was um you know should we share or should we hoard Should we
0: forward (laughs) the? You know, that's that's a very like hot topic, and and it's something that's been eating at me, um, lately in the past week or two. And uh, I do TikToks, and one of my biggest TikTok lately uh, videos is you know, um, with you know, product being scarce right now and shelves just being empty as soon as you see them, like whatever is on there, you know, do store should stores have purchasing limits? you know and what's the proper limit you know i've i've already seen some stores saying all right you can't have you can't buy more than two pokemon products now product is very vague does that mean just two booster packs does that mean just two trainer boxes like what does that mean and especially with pokemon if you're trying to pull one specific card and flip it you have to buy more Right, you have to keep opening it up and buying more, so that way you have bigger chances. Because unfortunately, it's like it's a gamble. The more chances you have, the more opportunities you have to to pull that specific card or even multiple times. So it depends. I I don't buy all. That's my rule is I don't buy the entire lot. I buy a chunk, and then leave enough for everybody else. When Vivid Voltage was released, I if there was only one left i'd buy out the one obviously because it's like this is just the one and, you know i can't split that um but i tried to buy a few um when it came to booster packs i bought eight which is the same amount as the trainer box so i looked at the rest of them and there was still plenty left and it was funny because i went back the next day to see if there was any left and everything was gone so it depends you know I guess it depends on your your moral conscience. <laughs> so I'm I'm on the side of at least not buying the entire lot. Buy I mean I'm for at least buying five. Like that's 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 fair. Buy five, and and you know, and I know one of the questions is wholesale. Um, I wish I knew. I wish I knew it, how to buy them wholesale and. But the only way that I can think of from what I hear from like the big like content creators is they go through distributors. Oh. So I think you would have to develop a relationship with a distributor. Um, but that's the only way that I know of. Unless you can make a deal with like your local shops, like small card shops, but I don't even know if they can do that because I know I've talked to my local card shop guy and he says that I can order as much as I want, but I won't get it because they don't have that much right now and they don't know when they're getting it. So it's like I said, it's just, they don't with how backed up and, and how limited they are. They don't know how much they can actually distribute out into whatever sector that it is. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I I'm one, cause I, I, I don't know if you can see this little corner over here, there's boxes of stuff that I've purchased. Some of it has been in stores and some of it has been through third parties. And uh, some of it I want to hold for a very long time and some of it I'm just going to flip. So it depends. Um, I'm not against flipping. It's just part of the world, you know, Uh, supply and demand, you know. So it depends. I guess that's to each their own. Um, I went to, there's a local, I want to say like a collector's mart here and it goes on every Wednesday uh, and Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's called Frankensons. Uh, I went with my girlfriend not too long ago, and um, we—I was at a a vendor, um, a little stand of Pokemon stuff. And I was making my purchase, and uh, this dude next to me just drops a wad of cash. I, I'm not kidding. It was this fat of a roll. Starts rolling out hundreds, and he was talking to the guy. He's like, "Hey, you got this specific box?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he had like a big big box he's like how much you want he's like give me all of it and he just dropped hundreds on on the desk and i'm like wow and then he had a buddy with him who had another box just as big and they were coming from a different uh a different stand of the same box (laughs) so it depends on like your budget and how much you're willing to spend but like i said i think it's a moral choice hmm that's that's
1: wild, man. Yeah, yeah. People are getting into. It. I'm like, <clears throat> I'm slowly because I, you know, Donga got me into cars, sports cars, basketball, mm-hmm. and, and football. But man, I'm slowly trickling over to the Pokemon world, trying to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. And these guys, I, I said it earlier in the in, in the in the show, but every time Donga or Coach Will or Tech, mm-hmm. Dunga, I don't know if you, every time you guys ask me a question, I screenshot it and I <laughs> send it to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Every single question, like all of Paul's pulls, dude. I freaking this is Louisiana has been my secret weapon ever since I started going into Pokemon. Yeah. So shout out to Gary V for holding that Zoom call. Yeah. Shout out to to Luigi for even like letting me harass him. I love It was wild. Yeah. No. Every time you guys ask me a question, I screenshot
0: it and I send it to him on Twitter. <laughs> And who Every pulled the? Time. Who pulled that? Uh, what card was it? The uh, shiny Charizard. Who pulled that? The one you so sent me. Paul. Paul? Yeah. Oh, Paul. Paul. Yeah. Lucky guy. That's a that's a very hot card right now.
1: Man. Yeah, and then like you know, speaking of cars, like who do you who do you say would be the best place to go to like grade your cars? You know, once you you're you're investing in these. Or um,
0: go- I would like to say PSA, but I know they're backed up right now. Um, I sent uh, my last batch. What was it? Maybe second week or first week of October. Uh, It got there within a few days, but I think it was a few days ago. I just got notified that it's in the the process of being graded. So from what I've, like, it was funny. Stage four? Yeah, I think it was three or four, one of the stages. Um, But before quarantine, um, I had sent, um, some cards in and it was a uh, a live event here in Long Beach uh, it was one that you can just drop off your cards and uh, they take it um, you, I, you can either choose to get it like next day which is going to cost more or you can just have them send it there and then they'll ship it to you um, it was in early February when I dropped those off and I got them back in May um, and some of the stuff that I heard in line it was in february they were already back, backed up by like a million so they've been backed up for quite a while and then with covid it's just backed it up even more and now people are sending them in even more so i don't know i've heard that they were recently hiring like a, a month or two ago so they might have more people in there but i don't know if that's sped up their process but i did i did hear that they have robotics and ai now getting involved so i don't know if that's sped up the process like, there's a scanner that's supposed to really help scan cards now. And I had been waiting for that because I I thought about that. I was like, when is, when is that going to be a thing with uh, the way, you know, technology is moving? You know, the, the moment we get into robots, you know, speeding up the process and really seeing, oh, wait, okay, is this a, a 10? Can we analyze the card even closer? Can we get up, like, this close and see if there's any scratches and stuff. So I don't know if that either hurts the hobby or makes it better. I don't know how many, like, I don't know. I still have to look into if they're, they're actually doing that now. I just heard that they were announcing it. So uh, PSA is backed up. It's kind of like the, the most trusted one. Um, Beckett is another one. I haven't looked at Beckett yet, um, but I've been wanting to. Uh, I don't know if they're backed up to be honest. Um, And I heard CGC, is another one that's coming up as well. So those are the main three. PSA, obviously, number, number one in me. In my, like I said, I've heard Gary say this, and I think it is true because I've heard um, – I spend a lot of time on forums, so I kind of look. I don't really comment because I want to see what people are saying. Um, a lot of them are kind of in between. A lot of people say BGS. A lot of people say uh, – sorry, a lot of people say Beckett. A lot of people say PSA. So it depends on what style you like. Do you like the, uh, the white and white or the red and white or the, the, white or the yeah, yeah exactly. Like, is if that's, if that's your thing, then I like Beckett, to be honest, um, not because of the label, because they tell you how it's being graded. Like they will show you the gradings on cornering, centering and all those things. I think that's cool. But I also like the simplicity of a PSA grading as well. Like it just says a nine or a 10, like, cool. That looks nice. Mm-hmm. You know? So, it really depends not right on man. yeah,
1: and then um uh, like there are so many different characters <clears throat> in Pokemon, like mm-hmm. how do you how would you suggest for someone you know just listening to this, trying to learn about Pokemon, what would you suggest for them to, to get to get started and understand the Pokemon world
0: um? There's many different ways. Um, if you want to know the big names, it was something I, I was going to mention earlier. Um, the top 10 that were voted, um, you can definitely look at that. Just Google up uh, Pokemon top 10 and they'll show you the results, but I'll, sell, I'll say them. Uh, number one was Greninja. Number two was Lucario. Um, three was Mimikyu. And you're probably not going to know who I'm talking about, but uh, four was Charizard. Um, Damn, I don't remember the mess. But essentially, it really depends on the year that you were born. In my opinion, from what I've been looking at and the, like the studying that I did on it, um, there were only two of the first generation of Pokemon. Only two of them out of the 150 made it in that top 10, and it was Charizard and uh, Gengar. So it was a dragon and a ghost. And in my personal opinion, from what I've observed, people like the ones that look like pets the most um and i think the pokemon company is smart because most of them tend to look like pets like they look like they have a lot of dog ones they have a lot of cat ones um they have other little small animals and stuff but um if you want to learn and know more about each particular one i would say get involved in either watching the shows um you don't have to i mean i i would say what try to watch them in order as best you can um You can get involved in collecting, try to memorize it. Um, Google searching, like all Pokemon. I know that there's a YouTube video that shows all of them and it takes about like 30 minutes. That's how many there are. (laughs) Um, I would say just try to get involved in the three mediums, Um, video games, uh, anime, and then collecting cards. Um, Start that way. Um, Yeah, just research. Do those three things as best you can. You know, a little bit here, a little bit there. I think video games, for me at least, is the best way how I learn them because I'm quickly growing fond of the newer characters just by playing the game. Yeah.
1: That's, that's solid advice, man. And, uh, you know, some of these card cards, they come with, like, these green codes and white codes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. what is that? So, Those are used for the gameplay, right?
0: Yeah, so I have a few right here. So these right here, when you open up a pack – when you get one of these, this, is, <laughs> this usually means good. Um, and what I mean by that is uh, these actually serve another purpose. People used to weigh them, right? People used to weigh packs back in the day to see which one was heavy or which one was light. And the heavier one would mean that you would get a good card. That means, like, the foil card they thought was heavier. Uh, so when you look on eBay and you see, like, old vintage packs, some of them will say heavy Cause that means that you're more than likely to get a really nice card. So the way that the Pokemon company tried to combat people weighing packs and just leaving all the, the crap packs there was they made these, these cards. Now, the thing you probably don't notice is the white card is far more flexible and lighter than the green card. Uh, they weigh slightly different. And I don't understand the math cause I tried doing it myself Um but apparently, this is supposed to combat people weighing the packs. So when you get a white code card, that means you get a nicer card because it's lighter. And it's a, I guess, cancels out the other extra weight versus this card, which weighs the same as every other card. And it usually means that you're not going to get a good card. Now, that doesn't, ma- that doesn't necessarily mean it for every single set because there are a few sets where you can get nice cards with a green code uh cosmic eclipse is one of them which is one of my favorites and then vivid voltage you can get um you can get one of my new favorites these Mm -hmm. new amazing rares right that new art style that's coming out right now you if you pull if you get one of these green cards you can still pull one of these and that's how i got two of them so if you see green now with the vivid voltage, don't don't get disappointed because you can still pull some heat. But this is usually like the nicer cards. Like with this, you'll pull something like this. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh! So you'll more than likely pull one of those. So those also serve another purpose of uh, the game, like you were saying, the online game. Uh, there is a free version, which is something I was going to say. <laughs> um you know with sports cards you know who a hot card is just based off of the athlete and how they play right i don't know which particular sports cards that you guys are after um when i watch fighters i know i know a good fighter when i see one you know they have particular styles and they do well and they have a good long career so that's how i know all right i want to buy this card and then i don't know with different prisms and refactors i don't know which one's worth more um you, might, you guys might know more than that of, than uh, me, but um, damn it, where was I going with this? <laughs> I completely forgot where I was going with this. Um, no, you're fine. Damn it. I forgot. Oh, um, but my oh, suggestion, Yeah, I do remember now. Um, my suggestion to people is to download the, the game if they really, really want to know if you're going to start pulling cards, in my opinion, I would say play the game for free. It's super simple to play, in my opinion. It's no harder than poker, if you know how to play poker or Uno. Um, play the game because there's a lot of cards that people look over. Um, I was just looking through my bulk. Um, if you're trying to like sell off your bulk, people who play this game, like the real card game, they want trainer cards, and people sleep on trainer cards. Like, you can buy, like, if you have a bunch of trainer cards sitting around, those are more likely to sell than, like, something like this, which is just a basic Pokemon. There's nothing fancy about it, and most people wouldn't want this. But the trainer cards, when you play the game, the trainer cards take up almost more than 50% of the deck. So those are what players are going to look after. So the reason I said play the game is that way you understand what people are after when it comes to collecting. Because because uh, uh, gamers makes sense. gamers play the game as well. as well. Gamers play with physical cards, so there you're not just selling to collectors. You're selling you're selling to gamers as well. If that makes mm. sense. Yeah. So it's a free free game, just like Pokemon Go, right? Uh, it's Pokemon trading card game online, and it's totally free. Um, it's super simple to play. They teach you how to play. Uh, that's just another. Piece of advice I would say is just get involved in that world as well. If you're trying to like open up packs and sell them, because a Marnie card right now uh, is super hot in the game, and people will buy that. And that's like a five dollar card that's worth the price of a pack essentially. But most people probably would look at that and like, oh, that's nothing. I'm gonna throw that away. Like, no, that's that's a good card, especially if you have the full art card, which is now at uh, forty dollars now. And, you know, prices just going up. It's not just the characters sometimes. It's it's the people characters as well. So that's why I was saying, like, oh, I see this character on a card. You know, people want that card. So that's another way you can get involved. And um, that's what those codes are for. You get, like, a this code co- that comes in. So this code, you guys can use it for free. I don't know. Do you guys put the video up anywhere? Yeah, we'll put it up on YouTube. So this is a free code for any of your fans there. You can use that code. Whoever gets it first, uh, you plug in that code into the game, and you get a free pack of uh, what is this? Burning Shadows. You get Burning Shadows uh, deck. You get to open it up, right? And you can use that to build decks, or whatever, or trade for whatever deck. Um, but that's how that's what those code cards are. Nice, nice man.
1: Jeez. <clears throat> Once again, you're tuned in, and we're here with Louise. Um just again, can you tell us um our
0: our, our listeners, our viewers, how they can get a hold of you, how they can follow you? Yeah. So uh, my handle is uh L O O underscore E A S Y. Uh I am on Twitter, Twitch, I stream every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Um I'm also on YouTube. I will try to do a video every week. I'm gonna try to release it every Friday. Um I'm on TikTok. I am on um, what are the platforms? Let me look at my phone. Oh my god! Twitter, Twitter, yeah. Uh, I oh, I do have a podcast as well. Um, if you guys are okay nice. with me plugging that, um, yeah, plug it, It's man. Pokemon, Pokemon cards and coffee. Uh, I do have like a an hour long one where that goes over the basics of Pokemon and explains some of the older sets and how Pokemon um, makes their cards. Uh, we can talk about that, too, right here. Um, what else? That, and Instagram as well. Yeah, Twitter's – I'm going to be faster on Twitter. Uh, Notice knows. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the major ones, it's always the same handle, L-O-O underscore E-A-S-Y.
1: Awesome, man. We'll be we'll be sure to follow you follow you on all those platforms as well. We're and sure um, we'll, we're going to put – yeah, we'll follow you up on Instagram and post this on Instagram youtube and twitter but yeah man i mean i feel like i could just stay here forever and just talk about this no because i want to know man like i i love the artwork first of all i love the artwork on on the cars they look beautiful Mm -hmm. man like the hologram sheen or the Mm -hmm. and um and another thing i like him because you know charizard for for instance he can't you know pull an acl or tear exactly like that and it's just <laughs> wild no for real I'm like that's I started true. off yeah start off with getting into basketball and still those are, those are beautiful cards too but mm. man it's just the artwork mm. and the names are just funky too so that's
0: like who who names these things anyway um it's the Pokemon company um they're there's, it's funny. Uh, I have a story on names and stuff from Pokemon, but uh, it's first obviously named in Japan. Uh, they have a Japanese name, which doesn't directly translate into English. Uh, some of them do, and some of them don't. Um, but a funny story on one of them, uh, Kadabra. I actually do have a picture of one on here. Um, Kadabra cannot be used anymore in any of its platforms, I believe, simply because of its Japanese name. Um, this is a fun story for you guys as listeners Kadabra right here cannot be used in any of the card games or any of the animes anymore because in Japanese I believe his name is Hungeru uh, which um, in, J- in Japanese is uh, is another way of saying uh, Damn it, what's his name it, well I don't remember his name exactly I could look it up right now but they named that line of evolutions after famous magicians. So Abra, Kadabra, and Alakazam. It's like a magical kind of theme. Uh, Kadabra is the middle one. Um, mm-hmm. In Japanese, all three of them are named after different magicians. Uh, Hungeru was one of them. Um, Houdini was another one. And then there was another one that I don't remember as well. Uh, two of them are dead. The one that's alive is that Hungiru guy who essentially sued the company back, uh, I want to say, 15 years ago because people in Japan, anytime he visited in Japan, would show him a card of a Kadabra and say, ah, ha, ha, that's you. And so he felt like he was being harassed and used for his likeness. And so therefore, he sued the company for using his likeness because he also uses spoons just like the the character. And um, so he sued the company and I don't believe he won the case but there was a settlement outside the case so he's they're not allowed to use that character at all until i'm guessing until he dies so you won't be seeing that card ever again and i particularly bought that one because that's the last time the pokemon company made a Kadabra. so there's value in my in my opinion there's value in that card note to sell. yes <laughs> Buy as many Kadabras as possible. <laughs> exactly <laughs> And that one's kind of hard to find too. It was a reverse hollow. I know you wanted to figure out what reverse hollows were, but that one was a uh, yeah. a reverse hollow. And I think that's the only type of hollow you can get of that card. Mm. Right? Yeah. 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 This one. Oh, wow. And this particular like look of the card mm-hmm. has a purpose. There was a uh, Game Boy game, believe it or not, that tried to swipe these on like a little extension. And that's why this is just a little barcode, essentially. And you were able to use this Pokemon and its card in the game. But most people, it didn't sell very well at the time. But that's what this art style of the card is for. It's not just an aesthetic. It had a purpose of swiping the card into a reader. And this is called the E-series. So you'll see like that little symbol right there. It looks like a Pokeball, but it's actually an e so that was that particular art style of that era and I believe that was like two thousand and two, two thousand and three. But I think that's gonna be another set that people are gonna start looking for is that E series.
1: Wow. That's amazing, man. Shoot. Oh man. I mean we could we could go
0: on and on and on. Um um Go ahead. No, go, go ahead, bro. Um So, I guess the way that I I can explain sets
1: and the way sets work.
0: Please. um, So, do you guys know, like, Harry Potter, right? uh, You don't have to know everything about it, but Harry Potter had, like, a movie every year, right? Kind of like Avengers and Marvel and all that, right? So. The way Pokemon, it didn't start this way at first, but I started noticing it and they started like fixing it this way more recently. But Harry Potter has one movie and that movie goes over one year, right? And that's Harry Potter, the story. uh, Every single movie is about Harry Potter and that character, right? And each movie is a a different like year and has a different story each year. Now it goes over the same thing of Harry Potter, but we'll replace Harry Potter with Pokemon. So every, like, major year, which really in Pokemon is going to be around, like, two, two, three years, Mm -hmm. right? They go over, like, a major storyline, right? Um, For the classics, it didn't really work out that way because I don't think that's what they were going for. So this is more of the modern style. But um, the current story that's being told right now is called Sword and Shield, right and this is where i was saying earlier sword and shield is a video game that's out right now that you can play on the switch right and it's the same artwork and the same characters that are in sword and shield are in the cards as well so each expansion which means just a uh like a chapter in a book so the book right now is sword and shield right and each chapter is an expansion on that book right so the current chapter we are on right now is Vivid Voltage. The last chapter was Champion's Path, and then the one after that was Darkness Ablaze. All those expansions are a part of that main storyline, which is uh, Sword and Shield. So if you play the video game, you've got an eye on which characters and which uh, Pokemon are going to be in that as far as the art style. So if you open up packs, you're like, oh, yeah, I noticed this character is from this video game or that, that, uh, that person is from that video game. So that's how it works now. Like the last one was Sun and Moon, right? And they had the Sun and Moon series. Um, The one before that, I believe, um, damn it, I don't remember. I think it was black and white. But they have that like yin and yang aspect to their storylines. But that's the current storyline. So they work off of a main series and it usually runs about two years. And this goes back to the card game which they have different formats. The, the most recent format, which basically means that you can only use cards from the last two years, or sorry, the last year, which is called standard, right? And that's why certain cards, are when they're new, sell well, because people want to play in the actual tournaments with the most modern cards. You can play the older style cards, but there's not as many of those players anymore because those cards are illegal in the standard format if that makes sense. Right? I got you. Um, yep. So that usually runs about a year long and older sets get cycled out. So right now you still have the Sword and Shield is still a hot set. Now, not every single cards is going to sell for like $5, but the big cards, like certain sets, uh, like this last set, older cards from the same book, mm-hmm. it, book, I want to say, um, so stuff from like sword and shield base can still rise up because now people want this set because this set just came out and the cards can be utilized very well with each other in a game. Uh, let's see. So like if you watch sports and like you watch uh, um, like LeBron play on the court and you see LeBron's playing a good game and he, his, career, his uh, season does well, you can see that in the playing format. Right, You can look at tournaments and you're like, yo, a lot of people are using this card now. Like, Buy that card now and start selling it. Especially with some of the older cards. So that's kind of how you can do research as well, just watching people play the game. Now, that's my only criticism about Pokemon is uh, when they show real-life tournaments, which they do, um, it moves pretty fast. So if you're trying to slow that down, I would say play it yourself first. Or at least like mm-hmm. just pause and then try to figure it out. But I would still say play it at a very basic level, and then mm-hmm. try to watch tournaments later on. I see because those elite trainer boxes—that's a whole game set, right? Like uh, to... So the way the elite trainer boxes work—that's uh, like, in my opinion, the biggest bang for your buck is if um, if you want to make your own deck, you can start off with that. So you buy one; it comes with sleeves. It comes with dice and everything. So that's the way to start your own pack, like your own deck. So you have enough to build something off of, but it's not like after that deck or after opening that box, you're not going to have like the best set. So that's why buying more uh, elite trainer boxes is the best deal. Um, But that's why in my opinion, if you're starting off, it's always best in my opinion to buy one of those elite trainer boxes because I love these sleeves when like buying and selling because they they fit in there the best if you kind of if you get penny sleeves they kind of slip out but these they sit in there nice and and i also like some of the artwork that comes on it too so it's kind of an added bonus right on man Jeez, well you explained that super well thorough man appreciate that and i go into it more on that podcast too but um I, i that's the best way that i can think of it
1: nice Oh, we have Joe, – uh, Joe just joined us. It's, he's the Zoom user right now. Joe, can you – uh you have any questions for Louise here about Pokemon? Can you hear us? Or type it out in the chat room. <laughs> what up, Joe? So, we have Coach Will, Joe, and Thoma here. Coach, do you have any questions for louise? Hey, thanks for all your input,
2: man, because, you know – all our questions go straight to noticing and (laughs) I guess it travels to you and back to us again. Um, So we appreciate your knowledge. And so, so my question for you after hearing about this, uh, this world of gaming. Mm -hmm. So do you recommend that we start purchasing the Nintendo game and start to um, understand the characters? Um, That's my first question. My second question is, if these new boxes that are basically hot right now and everyone's purchasing them in about five years, are these boxes still going to be
0: hot? Um, I would say when it comes to Pokemon, you can't necessarily treat it like sports cards. Um, I would say it's a completely different world of culture. Um, the thing that I like about Pokemon is there's different types of buyers. So like I mentioned before, you have, you have, collectors who just collect and then you got gamers as well and then the beautiful thing about it is it's not just a bunch of guys there's also girls involved as well which means more buyers and again i think that's a big topic no one talks about is i don't know how many of you guys know girls who collect sports cards but i know a bunch of girls who collect pokemon cards and they love characters as well and i think pokemon also writes well for girls as like girls characters as well um So I would say get involved with the culture. And because Pokemon is so very heavily uh, game involved, I would say also get into gaming as well. Now, um, you don't have to be like hardcore into the game as well. Like just kind of just start and understand certain characters and story. I think story is a big thing as well. Like let's say if you wanted to, like I'll bring in Harry Potter again. If you wanted to buy and sell Harry Potter stuff, you can't just buy Harry Potter and expect it to sell. You know, there are other characters in the Harry Potter world that also sell well. And also people don't, when you first look at Harry Potter, probably don't think, oh, this character doesn't look like a cool character, but in the storyline, he had a very pivotal part in the story. And like that character touched me in a way that I didn't think I could be touched. And therefore people want that character a lot more than the main character, if that makes sense. Like me personally, I'm not the biggest Ash Ketchum fan. Like, I don't like Ash Ketchum personally. I like other characters behind Ash Ketchum Ketchum in the show. So for me, if I get an Ash Ketchum card, I'm not like super excited about it. But if I get other characters that are involved around Ash Ketchum, I'm like, yo, that's cool. I like that character. So I would say you can either play the game or watch. uh, There's a Netflix show called Journeys. That's another good show that also goes over the same storyline that's very similar. Uh, there's newer characters that aren't in the game, but uh, you can also watch TV shows as well to get involved with Pokemon and its culture. Nice, right on. Yeah. Hopefully I answered it. Yeah. I think there's just different ways to get involved with it. Um, some people who are into the card collecting game don't play the, the, the video games as well. But I think you'll have an advantage if you have a healthy relationship with all of them because you you have a different view of it, in my opinion. I think people people buy like, people want this set because of this girl right here, but people who only collect don't know the significance of this character, right? But if you played the video game or if you watched the show or actually she's not in the show, but if you played the video game, you would know who this girl was and how significant she was and why this box is decorated the color that it is. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I say it's always best to get involved with uh, all of those mediums as best as you can. Obviously, you don't have to finish the game into completion and spend 100 hours on the video game, but it does help in the long run, in my opinion. Um, to answer the the newer box questions. um, Something that I like to do is there is a website called tcgplayer.com. That website uh, shows you all of the sets, right? And you can click the set and it'll show you all the cards in that set. And it also tell you what the average price is for that set. Now they do try to do eBay prices as well. But eBay prices move really fast. So that, that website does its best to keep up with it. And it's a little slower. And I've noticed that the prices are lower on that website uh, versus eBay. So I use TCG Player and eBay as cross reference. Um, but I would go on that website to see certain sets to see like if you ever see one in store, um, write that set down, look at it on TCG Player. And you'll see, all right, does the average price of the hottest card, is that going up or does it look high? Or or is it like maybe the highest card worth like maybe $20? Because if the highest card that's being sold in that set is like $20 right now, it's probably not a good set. But if like the top four or five cards on there are around the same price range, or if they're at least over $20, in my opinion, financially that's a pretty decent set because people people like a a large portion of that set um so i would say try to look at those those two websites congruently like back to back and look at what sets you see are modern that are still being sold and um which ones you want to hold on to i can tell you one that i would hold on to right now i do have it back there and i'm gonna grab it really quick sweet Man, this
1: guy's going in depth. Jeez. Dude, all his stuff, all the questions you gotta ask me, I just shoot it. I screenshot it and just DM him. <laughs> I I like it even better now, now that it's TCG
0: player. <laughs> <laughs> so uh um,
2: yeah, you are a cheap code, bro. You are a cheap, cheap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: For so really? um I did tell notice about this set and I was I was blown away by how much he had at his local shop because over here in cali the moment that that set goes in the, on the shelves it's gone like people buy buy this set immediately but it's hidden fates right um it doesn't have any particular let me see if they're so on the back hidden fates is a big set it's still like a modern set it came out last year and this, this set still sells out because there's a, a shiny Charizard in that set. Uh, it comes in three different tins. So you'll see the Charizard, you'll see a Raichu, and then you'll see uh, – oh, where's the other one? You'll see that blue Gyarados. So just think blue, yellow, or red if you see that. Or it comes in a box as well. These are a little harder to find, but those are usually in Walmarts or in, um, or in Targets. More than likely, I've heard that they're in Walmarts more. But that's the set I would hold on to. And that's one that I'm holding on to anytime I see them, which I haven't seen them in stores in the past year. That's why I know it's a hot set. So I have to buy them, unfortunately, from third-party vendors. And so I just hold on to them long-term. Right now, the prices of them are kind of stagnant. They're they're not super high um, because they're still in print and there's rumors of more coming out and they're still printing out more. So I think in the next 10 years, this is going to be like the the base set that everybody wants to open up again. I will say though, I've looked at PSA numbers and PSA numbers for this set are pretty high. So that determines another factor as well of their like graded cards. So I would say if you can buy these, buy them and hold on to them, or you can just open them up and try to find that Charizard. But I would say this is a good set to hold on to as well. Sheesh. still looking out, bro. Yeah. I know Champion's Path was another yeah. one people were talking about that was supposed to. Yeah, that one. People were talking about holding on to that set. Um, yeah. You can, I think, in my opinion. I don't know. It's so new still. Um, I would say if we still have the same kind of uh, issue with Champion's Path than we do with Hidden Fates, where you're like, as soon as it goes up, it's gone, I would say just hold on to it. So I would say just keep looking at the shelves. Vivid Voltage, nice. That's another one that's, that's kind of having, I would say, Vivid Voltage over champion's path in my opinion i think I tweeted that out vivid voltage that that red one i like more than champion's path Hoarder, yeah i'll be hoarding, bro i'm bad man i'll be hoarding bro <laughs> that's fine like i said it's it's kind of part of the collection i know there are people out there who who have this rule like i open one but i keep one sealed and they keep doing mm-hmm. that so it's it's you know it's it's like a it also it almost scares me when I hear how many of the uh, old classic sets, like the, how many boxes there are, because I know that there's someone out there who has a bunch in their warehouse and they're not saying anything. Ooh. Because I heard Leonhardt, like the big uh, Pokemon content guy, he says apparently he's got a warehouse full. And I don't know how big of a warehouse he's talking about, but he says he has a warehouse of the old set. And uh, apparently there's not a whole lot of these out there. But if he's saying that, I'm assuming there's somebody else out there who's also saying that they have these as well. Um, Now, there was recently like a controversial thing that happened where they tried opening one um, not too long ago on a live, and it turned out Mm -hmm. to be a repackaged one. So when it comes to old stuff like that, some people are scared of that happening where they're like, oh, is this actually a new box, or did you just open it up and then reseal it? Um, so I would say, try to build up a reputation now. So that way, when you do sell it in the future, people will trust you enough to buy it. Jeez. Don't you guys have any more,
1: uh, have anything to add or questions or anything? I'm just blown away, man. You, you've helped me personally understand what more of what I'm getting into or what, mm-hmm. a, you know, I just love the artwork that, yeah. Honestly, that's why I really want to just
0: buy a lot of these. And I think that's kind of, like, a big thing as well. That's why I'm, like, I'm pretty – I stand by what I said with uh, the Charizard being, like, the Mona Lisa for millennials because I can't think of anything else from my lifetime that meant more. Mm -hmm. Like, you see that, and especially right now because it's such a big hit in pop culture, Mm -hmm. I, I really can't think of anything else on an art scale that's that big right now. Well, shoot, Louise. can you tell
1: the viewers and or, and listeners again how to get a hold of you?
0: And um... so all the major uh, uh, social medias I'm on. Um, my handle is L O O underscore uh, E A S Y, Uh, I am on TikTok, Twitter instagram uh what else i know i'm on twitch i stream every tuesday thursday and saturday so if you want to talk to me directly while i'm gaming you can definitely do that i play pokemon on there as well so if you have any questions and you want to see how the card works how the card game works i play the online game as well so you can definitely watch me and i i stream that every tuesday and i do that for a little bit on thursdays Saturdays, I just kind of wing it and play a different game. But Tuesdays and Thursdays, if you actually want to see how the game is played, I do that on Twitch as well. So that's L O O underscore uh, E A S Who Luigi, thank you so much mm-hmm. for your
1: time, taking your of time off this Sunday evening. And um, we look forward to
0: harassing you again. <laughs> <But> <laughs>
1: no yeah, problem. man. No worries.
2: Hey, and yeah, thanks um, for your time, brother. Of course.
0: You want me to open up a pack? I just thought of that right now. Like, we're talking about Pokemon cards. You want me to open one up? Yeah, man.
1: Let's fucking
0: do it. Man, That's fucking let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's yeah. Go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why so we it have, took me so long to think of that.
2: When people open open cards, they got to sniff the pack first. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just for good luck. Sniff Can it mi-hi? before I open it? Yeah, we call it Mihi. Okay, Mihi.
1: Yeah, What? Uh. what... <laughs> what pack is, uh, what pack you got there? All right,
0: you I'm know. gonna give you guys the choice. All right, so I got the most the expensive hot- <laughs> one. All right, most expensive one. All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Oh, so I got Vivid Voltage. Right, what? that's one of the, uh, the hot set right now. Uh, I got Sword and Shield, which is one of my favorites. It's not the biggest hot set, but then we also got Burning Shadows, which has that Rainbow Charizard in it potentially. So we can either go for a Rainbow Charizard. Or we can do Vivid Voltage. Or we can do all three. Let's just do Does all vivid three.
2: Vivid Voltage have the Fat Pikachu? Yes. Let's go Fat
0: Pikachu, right, baby. Fat Pikachu Let's it go. Is. Fat all Pikachu.
2: Right. We'll do both You got to sniff it. You got to smell it. All right. <laughs> Let's
0: go. Let's get it. Let's do it. All right. You can put this on there, too, if you want. Do you smell oh. a Fat Pikachu? I smell Fat Pikachu, I think. Let's <laughs> go, oh, baby. <laughs> Let's go. All right. I'm going to do the card trick for you guys, too. Right. Let's go. Let's do, Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Is that where you put the four? Yeah, it's the four it behind. So, ooh, look at that. See? White code card right there. We got, we got that. We got that Pikachu right there. Let's go. <laughs> One, two, three, and four. All right? Here we go. All right. We got Steel. All right? We got that Mag Cargo. Drone Rotom. Swobat. Skidoo. Oh, my God. If we get it right now. Seed. Dedenne. Uh, dribbler. Slow roll it. That's cool. All right, This is that reverse hollow, right? Whoa! Oh! All right, <laughs> we we didn't get it, but we got a hollow rare though. All That's right. still good. Yeah, it's still good. Nice. Right. Let's do one more. One more. One more. We got this right now. We got it. We got it.
2: Yeah, we can't. We can't keep that. We we got to get one that doesn't give us a pump fake. Ooh, he's <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Get it in there. <laughs>
0: Let's All right, can go. we get another white code card? Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Hey, hey greens go. are still good, right? Greens are still good. We can still get those uh, those amazing rares. So we got that green code card. So okay. we can get that amazing rare. Let's All right, go. so one, two, three, and a four to the front. All right, we got that psychic. I sense with my third eye that we're going to get something hot right now. Let's get it. (laughs) Delmise. The third eye. Stunfist. Let's go, baby. We got that aromatic energy right there. Eevee. Trubish. Sherpet. Choodle. Slow roll. Here we go. Riolu. That reverse hollow Loudrid. Oh, (laughs) I thought that was it right there. Executor right there. All right. All right. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that was intense, bro. <laughs> That's wild. That's crazy. Yep. Nice, man. Uh, those are the two. No chunky chew. Oh, yeah. No chunky man. chew, unfortunately. Hey, I appreciate you guys. You have a good night. All right. You too, brother. All right. You have a good night. All right, my guys.